Welcome to the Teach the Geek podcast, where engineer and author Neil Thompson talks with STEM professionals about public speaking, a struggle for many of us. Whether you're a novice public speaker or a proficient one, you can always pick up tips on how to improve. Here's your host, Neil Thompson. Hi, everybody. It's Neil Thompson, founder of Teach the Geek. And because this is Tuesday, this is something I... I'm going to start doing on Tuesdays called Teach the Geek Tuesday, where I'm going to just go over something that's that's on my mind and, and something that I think people can can use. Look, <laughs> so that, that's that's basically that's basically what it is. Uh, just giving you some actionable tips on any kind of speaking that you have to do in front of people. So I was thinking about this, and I, I've even written about this previously. It's it's really important that if you go through the trouble of preparing a speech, it, it's really helpful to make sure that, or try as best as you can to make sure that you have the people that are listening understand what you're talking about. And God knows I've been in situations where I've been listening to speeches and people didn't heed that advice. <laughs> and I was just thinking to myself, I have no clue what this person is talking about at all. Let me just get on my phone real quick and check these emails. <laughs> Uh, hopefully no one does that during your presentations and I have a few tips as, as to how you can go about you know making sure it doesn't happen if you hear background noises that's because there's a lot of construction going on where I where I live actually it's uh paving so the, the roads where I'm at are pretty jacked up and so luckily now they're getting repaired I was thinking about maybe doing this a little later but I thought no the, the noise might actually be even worse then than now so hopefully you all can still hear me. The, the audio was okay. If so, I apologize. But frankly, I mean, when you think about it, uh, why, why do people listen to these type of videos? Why do people listen to, to videos or, or, you know, that type of thing at all? It's to take in the information. And, and if you're able to get it, then I think, well, that's that was the whole point, not necessarily if the audio was the best. But here we go. So to get people to understand what you're talking about, first things first, you really want to explain field-specific terms. Now, I worked in medical devices as an engineer for almost 10 years, and I worked in uh, for a spine, mainly in the spine space. And more specifically, I worked in what's called orthobiologics. Essentially, we used cadaver bone to make implants, which is <laughs> pretty interesting. So if you ever were to, if you were to die and, and leave your, your and say you become an, or, an organ donor, well, your bones could potentially be used to make implants that would be implanted into other people. Pretty cool, right? <laughs> I, I think so. But anyway, one of the terms that is used in in orthobiologics is osteoblasts. And what's an osteoblast? Essentially, it's a bone-forming cell. We all have them in us. They are the cells within our bone that actually make the bone. And so if you're not in that space, if you're not in orthobiologics, you may not know what an osteoblast is. So it was really important for me when I whenever I was presenting in front of people outside of the orthobiologics group or presenting at conferences, just presenting at, at places where people may not know what an osteoblast is, it was very important for me to explain it. And a good way to explain it is actually my tip number two, using visuals. So in addition to just giving the definition of an osteoblast, it's really helpful if people see a picture because a picture says a thousand words. I think that's the saying, right? A thousand, a hundred. It says a lot of words. <laughs> so whenever I was giving a presentation on osteoblasts, I'd always have a picture of it. And I found that just having that picture 
just made it more crystal in people's minds as to what I was talking about. So that's point number two. And then the last point I have is actually when your speech is finally done and or your presentation is done, you need to be open to receiving feedback from the audience. And I know for some people that might be maybe a little Sketch, not, sketchy is not the right word, but some people aren't the biggest fans of getting unsolicited feedback or, or feedback in general. But I highly suggest seeking out feedback. It's the only way you get better. I mean, we all have our blind spots, and we might have thought, we might have thought that we explained things perfectly, but if you were to get feedback from others, you might realize that, whoa, okay, maybe I didn't just explain these osteoblasts well enough. Maybe the, the picture I used wasn't as clear as I thought it was. So it's always a good idea to do that. And whenever I think about getting feedback from other people, I try to think about how can I make it as easy as possible for them to provide this feedback. So oftentimes, especially when I was at work, I would provide a questionnaire to people. Make it as short as you possibly can. People don't want to be answering a whole lot of questions with a, a lot of words. I mean, we're, we're all busy professionals at work after all. And so. Just have a few questions and, you know, what, what, I, what did I do well? What can I improve on? You know, that, those, type of, those type of questions. And your presentations will go, will, 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 well, they'll, they'll, they'll be a lot better <laughs> because you, you took in the, the advice of others and for your next presentations, you made it a lot better than it was. And those are my three tips on how, how you can make sure or do the best you can to make sure that people understand your well, what you're talking about, because as I said earlier, you don't want to have gone through the whole exercise of preparing something just to have people just staring at you blankly. <laughs> uh, I've been in those positions too, where at least I was courteous enough not to stare blankly. I, I at least acted like I knew what was going on. <laughs> but some people won't be that polite. So you don't want to be in that position. Help people understand so all your work was, was, wasn't, uh, wasn't you know, wasted. So those are the three tips. Hopefully they were useful. And this is my second now Facebook Live video. Hopefully, well, there will be more of them. And I think this one went pretty well too. I didn't sweat yesterday and I'm sweating very minimally today. So <laughs> I guess, you know, things are getting better. I, I, I believe maybe by my hundredth or I don't know, 200th episode or Facebook Live video, I, I won't be sweating at all. That, that'd be nice, I'll be completely dry. <laughs> anyway, thanks thanks for tuning in or if you're watching the replay, thanks for watching the replay. Talk talk soon. teachthegeek.com.